Party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. It is Wednesday, hump day. That's right. And uh, Mark, Mark, look at Mark. Mark's in studio. How about that? We were in studio yesterday and it was Chance to begin with. And then all of a sudden, Mark was there halfway through. And I was like, that's not Chance's voice anymore. It's freaking me out, all these men just being thrown at me. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway, the puppet master Mark, the perfectionist at the helm, driving us into the nether regions of all things insanity. Super Chris Cruz and let's love Brandon. Sarah's in the hot seat. And Hey, yay, I know you have a short attention span, so I'm going to say this real quick. If you want to come on this show, the Chad Prather Show, you don't need it, but we want you. We want you to come on here. We don't even have to ask you questions. You just talk for 45 minutes, talk for an hour. We won't even have ad breaks. Come on the show. Tell us why. Tell us what. Tell us everything we need to know. You got a clean slate right here, buddy. I've invited you on Twitter. Straight talk, one hour, all yay, all day. How about that? Come on the show, buddy. All right. Um... We could do that over and over again. We could think of all the ways to invite Ye on the I, Chad I Prather he's show. He's going to need something extreme. He seems if, like the type who would need something very extreme. If I'll, you do that, I'll just put all the invites into one big supercut. Yeah. And yeah. then that might get his attention. I say, Ye. I mean, I, look, you, you, gave, you gave Tim Pool eight and a half minutes. <laughs> um, come on the show. I'll give you an hour. I will not ask you a question. I, you come on the show. You can Skype it in. That way you can hang up whenever you want. Uh, you don't have to leave. You don't have to spend jet fuel to get here. But uh, a lot of people, I put that on Twitter last night. I said, hey, yeah, you want to come on the show? Come on the show. I'll give you an hour. No ad breaks, nothing. You can talk as long as you want to talk. I won't ask you a question. I'll just sit here and say, okay, why? Cowboy and Kanye. I think it's a good mix. I'm just waiting for the, the collab track to drop. Jesus walks. <laughs> I got under you, over you, and you got under him. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus walks. A mashup. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people had a problem with me tweeting that. Why? Well, they think it's an endorsement of him. He's a nut. Right. He, he's, he's certifiably insane. But I want you guys to understand something. There's a reason why he's certifiably insane. He's an insane genius. But they've driven him insane. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. The machine, he's, he's been a wheel, a cog in the machine, and, and they've, they have run him till the gaskets are broken. I mean, he's, he's worn thin, right? Mm-hmm. Now, part of that is his own fault, of course. He's thrown himself into the middle of it, but he's always been kind of a weird genius out on a spectrum somewhere that... Uh, I don't know that I necessarily appreciate his genius, but many do. And and I and I will say Nick Fuentes is not invited on this show because that <laughs> son of a bitch is a real Nazi. Um, I have no interest in what that dude's got to say. Uh, I've heard him plenty of times, and somebody needs to beat the shit out of him, quite honestly. So um, and his little flunky asshole Nazi following. Um, good God Almighty, those people are irritating. <laughs> You know, and Milo doesn't shut the f*** up, so I don't want him on. And, and I don't care about what... I, like, I honest to God forgot that Milo Yiannopoulos existed. I did, too. I forgot he existed until I saw him on Tim Pool the week before I went on. Yeah. And people were like, oh, so harsh. I don't, in, I don't endorse anybody, okay? So I don't endorse these pinheads who are pandering and grifting yeah. off of Kanye. And uh, 
I'm not intimidated by any of them. That's for damn sure. And, and here's the thing that, Sarah, that I was thinking about yesterday. I get on Twitter, all these guys, all these talking heads, they're really worried about a lot of stuff that don't matter. Mm. They're worried about a lot of stuff that doesn't matter in the grand scheme of life. Like what? Well, they're punching through the smoke, you know, trying to trap somebody, trying to get somebody in some logical fallacy so they can get your gotcha moment. Oh, come on, dude. You're alive. You're probably going to get cancer and die one day. (laughs) And none of that shit's going to matter. Yeah. None of it. None of it. Yeah. Donald Trump is not going to eulogize you. And, and Donald Trump Jr. is not going to retweet your death announcement. You're going to die alone. And I'm probably in the same deal, man. I'm telling you, the gluten's going to kill me. <laughs> so it's, it's, you know, here we are. Like, they worry about all this stuff. They're trying to punch through the smoke. I get it. You're trying to be relevant. You, you're a little peon in a world of eight and a half billion people. Your life doesn't matter. You're insignificant. You're nothing more than the breath in your nostrils. And you're trying to be something. I get it. You want mama to pat your bobo and mama doesn't love you anymore because you're you. <laughs> Is that bleak enough? So, so that's why when people on social media come at me and they're like, oh, my God, Chad's inviting Kanye. Yeah, no shit. I run a talk show. So, I, I mean, it, listen, and I, and I say, no, I don't want Nick Fuentes on the deal. Like, I almost caught myself and said, yeah, I'd have a conversation with the kid, but I don't why. Yeah. It, so so the people who were saying that they didn't want you to have Kanye on, were they conservative at all? Could you tell? Do you know? I'm just curious. They're conservative. From what I could tell, like if I look at their deal and yeah. I do a quick perusal of right. it, they're like, you're an idiot. You're you're lowering yourself. I'm like, first of all, he's not going to come on the show. <laughs> uh, second hey, of all, uh, he's don't not. don't say that. Understand the marketing value of what I'm doing here. You get people talking about my show, and now you got people watching the show, and it's like, I don't care about these pinheads. Right. I don't care if you're left, right. I don't care if you're extreme. Like, I, like this whole, what was it, Sheila Jackson Lee yesterday that said, <laughs> now we have the proof. Do you still have that clip? See if you still have yeah, it. Because it's the, so the comic value of so Sheila Jackson good. Lee. You want to talk about that? I mean, that's almost as funny as a dude that said Guam was going to tip over. In capsize. But no, you got Sheila Jackson Lee, who says that she's read the reports <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. It's verified. Yeah. Sticks and stones or, or words can break words your bones. Words can actually break your bones. They can break your we bones. We know this now. So, like, I'm not worried about people's words. We, we are blessed we get to talk for a living. And you got people who try to be as radical as they can with the words that they say. And people say, are you okay with his anti-Semitism? And it's like, you know, I'm not okay with anti-Semitism, but like if I hear somebody spouting off ignorance, like I'm not going to cry. Right, right. You know, I'm not going to lose my freaking mind. I'm not going to go hide in a corner in a fetal position and suck my thumb and home Jesus loves me and pray that mom comes and picks me up and puts a tit in my mouth. I'm certainly not going to endorse uh, that person's bank just completely cutting them off from their own money. No, exactly. So the question on Twitter, and I will get back to that Sheila Jackson Lee because I love her so much. The thing that, like this morning on Twitter, there was a little thing is, do you think it should just be like all hands off on Twitter and let free speech reign? Let people say anything they want to say. Um, or should there be some form of a moderation or something? And I understand that you should probably have some level of moderation. Like you don't want people getting doxxed. 
You, yeah. you don't, nobody wants to put Sarah Gonzalez's home address on there. Oh, no, That's, people do want to put it on they there. They want to, but I mean, people with common sense, right. they don't want to see that happen. Yeah. You know, that's that's an invasion of privacy. That That's actually putting a threat on somebody's life in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Um, you don't want anyone breaking the law, right? Yeah. Thre- threatening to kill someone, that's yeah. against the law. You know, so, shouldn't but do that. I still think you should have a soft hand there, though. Really? You should have a soft hand, at least in, not on the killing people. I'm saying in general <laughs> with speech. Uh, oh. <laughs> in general with speech. Yes. You should have a moderation with a softer hand, not the iron fist yes. that we're used to. Yes. So now they've removed all of the uh, COVID misinformation restrictions on Twitter. So I, boy, I kicked that in the shins yesterday you sure morning. sure did. Just bam. Burned the whole place down. I mean, it's like, look, you did it. Yeah. You did it. COVID was made by design in a Chinese lab, and the vaccine doesn't work. In fact, it does more damage than the disease. You can not only get COVID while vaccinated, but you can give it to others. Your government has lied to you and tried to kill you for profit. Mm-hmm. Not tried. They killed you for profit. Mm-hmm. Their healthcare industry is the GDP of many countries because they want their people to be sick. So there it is. There's no, there's no misinformation statement on that tweet at this point. <laughs> Because wow. there's no information. Where's the lie? Right. Where's the lie? Well, also, I mean, correct, because everything that you said, you can back up with data. But even if there was something that was incorrect or someone's opinion that, you know, you may disagree with their assessment of something, like that's also, that should be allowed. Well, can we just, I mean, that also yeah, should be allowed. it should be. And, and, and I, like, you are allowed to be wrong. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, we're, that's okay. We should still allow that. I mean, I, I, think about how you parent, right? You let your kids yeah. mess up. That's how they learn. Yeah. Let them make mistakes. Let them scrape their knee. If you want to, you know, dress them like the Michelin man and send them outside so they never get a boo-boo, that, that's not learning. <laughs> yeah, don't I know it. I mean, I hope that uh, that uh, Ferry in Washington learned his lesson from stealing that bag in Minnesota. The uh, You mean the beautiful woman? Sam Brenton? Yeah. Looks like an alien. He is key something. Brutal. I'll say that. Um, we got the, I've looked up the little court report here. This is his arrest record. Uh, Sam Britton, of course, who is, works for the Biden administration mm-hmm. in the nuclear waste department. <laughs> <laughs> Takes out the nuclear diapers. He um, looks like that's what he does for a living. Yeah. I, but see, like, I look at that guy and I'm thinking he doesn't do anything. No. And the reason I thought about him is because I watched that NBC interview where they had that transgender woman (laughs) who was the former moderator at Twitter. And I was like, this is the person censoring your crap. This person who doesn't even condition her hair, his hair. (laughs) You know, I mean, on doing an NBC interview in her home, his home. Yeah. Why am I saying her? His home. Where they didn't even warn you, like, this is a transgender. Yeah, they didn't just- say, no, you just know it's a dude. <laughs> didn't even bother to shave his face. <laughs> didn't clean up the manicure. Did not wash his hair. No. It's like, NBC's coming to the house. <laughs> they want to do a little deal to talk about. You're going to be the whistleblower here that talks about, you know, what it's like now that you're fired from Twitter or you don't have a job with Twitter anymore. You didn't take a bath. <laughs> you didn't wipe your ass. That's mental illness, man. Like, you know, if Glenn is going to have me on the show right down the hall, I'm probably going to dress a little nicer than this. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because, I mean, if I'm lounging around in my own studio, I don't care. That's, that's the appeal. That's my charm. <laughs> but if I'm going down this Glenn's studio, 
You know what that dude said to me this morning? What? Glenn Beck. What'd he say? We'll get back to Sam Brenton in a minute. Oh. Glenn Beck walks by me out there by the Christmas tree. I'm in a festive spirit. Yeah? I was actually stealing this ball right here off the Christmas tree. You see the one ball we got on our Charlie Brown Christmas tree? Y'all didn't even know this was a Christmas tree. I stole it from somewhere in the studio in, in our little black Santa. He's not black yet, but he will be. The, uh, I was stealing the ball off the tree, and Glenn walks by, and he goes, you know who's never on your show? Me. No. That's a lie. I said, Glenn Beck? No. I said, let me tell you something, Glenn Beck. I said, you know that dude that works for you? That keeps your calendar and schedule? I said, for three years now, I've been saying, hey. And he says, no, no, no. So I followed him out and found him, his little guy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I said, hey, would you schedule him, please? And goes, no, 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 no. I was like, oh, no, no. Don't take it back now, Beck. <laughs> now he's regretting <laughs> eating his like words. You, if you wanted to come on this show, you would come on this show. <laughs> you own this building. You can come on this show anytime you want to. Last time he was on my show, um, before the thousandth episode where he made a pop in, but I think it had been like two years since he had been on previously. Yeah. And I, find, I, I managed to get him on because Sean Spicer was on as well. Of course. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's nice of you to show up, Glenn. You are uh, in the, the show's thumbnail. So it's nice of you to drop by. Well, listen, and I listen, let me show you how protective we are. So we got our Dr. Pepper sitting out here because this is this Chris tried to recreate the Elon Musk bedside table. I don't want to aim that gun at you, but we got a pistol here. I was like, why is there a pistol? Like if you take this thing, this pistol, give me a give me a give me a vanity shot here, Mark. Take this uh, Ruger LC9. It's not mine. It's just Chris's, I'm assuming. You can't even they, they took they the took barrel. The every, they took the whole guts out of the gun. You know why? Glenn Beck. <laughs> And Glenn's not even here. Glenn left. Glenn's gone. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about the dude, Minnesota, the, the nuclear waste diaper changer that wears panties and how he stole that woman's bag. We're going to have to do it after the break, though. Okay. Uh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Hey, diesel crisis. Let me tell you something. I don't know what December is going to look like. But they're talking about having a complete meltdown with diesel diesel shortage, which doesn't make me happy at all. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, the trucks may not be able to deliver your food and uh, to the grocery store, and, and that's it's pretty. You do the math on that. You know the consequences. You better have a good stockpile of emergency food just in case. So I'm going to save you some money if you want to stock up right now. Save you a ton of money, actually. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and save 25% on a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. This amazing kit gives you breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks, all the good stuff. And uh, it's enough for one person for... Uh, for Well, listen, you just need to, get a, you need to get a kit for every member of the family, okay? Because it looks like you're going to need it. 25% off. It's an amazing deal. My Patriot Supply, they're the nation's largest preparedness company out there. They have incredible reviews. They know what they're doing. They want to help American families more by charging less. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Save 25% per kit. Your order is going to ship fast, free, and discreet. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Be ready for anything. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. We'll be right back. You know what I can't do is sit here and look at these Diet Dr. Peppers. They are cold. What service? I can't. I I rarely drink diet soda or soda. Oh my god! I was offered a Diet Mountain Dew earlier, and I had to say my, yes. Uh, 
my one addiction in life besides sex and bloat is uh, that's, that's, that's Diet not, Cokes. That's not one, then. Uh, I don't know. You know what? Listen. Sex, blow, and Diet Cokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, uh, it's all in how you define it. Remember, it's, it's not a cover-up. It's just not True. transparent. That's a, good, that's a good point. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I still think my best phrase of the week so far has been, all the hookers blow weed, booze, and crazy shit I've done in my life, and I'm going to die from gluten. <laughs> <laughs> that's a meme. Uh, County of Hennepin, state of Minnesota, plaintiff versus Samuel Otis Brenton, DOB 9-11-1987. Uh, yeah, he stole the lady's bag, which I like, I, when I first read that, I was like, did he just pick up the wrong bag and walk off That's with it? That's not what happened. Nope. He took the bag tag off of her bag and shoved it in his yep. and then ran away. Wow. Homie been spotting some designer luggage. And took it overseas and took the bag overseas on his overseas trip. (laughs) And left the clothing allegedly in the hotel room when he opened it up and was like, oops. Oh, it wasn't wasn't his size? Oh, ooh, that's a good one. Now, I, I wish I could fast forward into time and go back to the future and see in two months, is Sam Brenton going to still have a job? Yes. With the I say yes. U.S. State Department. I think yes. <laughs> I'm saying probably so. Look at that dress. Look at that dress. Matt I mean, Damon. It, if he was somehow qualified looking like this, what's a little felony going to do? <laughs> Right, I mean, you know, you know what's we, a, you know we what's see a mental felony? illness right on display. He's working in the nuclear department of all places, and <laughs> and you think a little felony is going to matter? I don't. You know, with an outfit like that, you need a bag. I'm just saying. <laughs> you also need a vagina. <laughs> you know what's a crime? Those shoes. <laughs> right there. Um, yeah, if he's going to get away with that, you better be careful with that slit slit he that you know one thing sam brenton doesn't does not have is a slit um doesn't have one well we're we're about to find out if that goes up any higher (laughs) yeah you're gonna see the the dingleberries sam brenton needs a bra but one for his nuts it's funny that they, they start referring to him. It, what is it they said in here as a he or a she? They. They start calling him a they in this police report. Which makes it very confusing and hard to read. Yeah, because you don't know who they're talking about. It, there's, it, wait, it, there's more than one person? There's, how, who stole the bag? <laughs> they did. Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. What's on first? No, who's on first? Oh, my god. What's on second? Yeah. That's 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 problematic to do in a police report. (laughs) Well, especially when you're doing a statement of probable cause. I've written some of those, and I know sometimes you have to use certain uh, verbiage. But they, them, theirs. No, come on, brah. You can only use that if there's multiple people involved. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, a recent study suggests that it's not mRNA COVID-19 vaccines that are, quote, most likely responsible for adverse effects such as blood clots, strokes, and heart attacks, but concerns widely expressed about the vaccines. So the vaccines aren't dangerous. It's what you say about them. It's stressing people out. Yeah. And then the things that you're saying are going to happen are actually happening. You know, guys, 30-year-olds typically don't just suddenly die. Really? They don't. Hmm. And, and what's funny is if I said that on Twitter, Chris, and there were so many people, so many people who were like, oh, oh, but they do. My brother died at 28. Look, we're not individualizing you no. No. or your brother. Okay. We're starting to see soccer players, yes. like hundreds mm-hmm. that have just dropped dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you've got the cryptocurrency founder who dies unexpectedly at 30. Uh-oh. Uh, Tianjin Kalander, he uh, founded the Amber Group, died unexpectedly in his sleep. And I've seen pictures of this guy. He looked like the picture of health. Look at him. I mean, it's not even 30-year-olds. It's children as well. Yeah. And suddenly. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I mean, mm-hmm. what happened to Irene Cara? Do we even know? You know? Irene Cara. Fame. Exactly. Um, Irene Cara. Hit songs in the 80s, the movie Fame. Here's my theory on that. Here's my theory on that deal. We know they're trying to depopulate the world. Mm-hmm. Right? We, we, this is already happening. Okay. <laughs> I yes. can't even say all this stuff with a straight face. <laughs> we know they're trying to kill us. Okay. They are. They don't want you to be born, so they're aborting you. Canada is now running million-dollar ad campaigns to get you to be attracted to the idea of suicide. Yep. Uh, listen, hadn't lied yet. They're trying to kill you. Right. Okay, so abortion, euthanasia, don't progressive, just kill you. Uh, the vaccines, people are dying unexpectedly. We have this new thing called sudden adult death syndrome. Mm-hmm. So we've known about SIDS. Now we got SADS. Now we got children that are dying. And... I think not only trying to weed that out, but I think the elites are, they're trying to weed their own out because they're tired of paying them royalties. <laughs> what has Irene Cara done since the 80s? Exactly. Chris says, I don't know who that is. There you go. Don't know who that is. Yeah, but they're still paying her million dollars in royalties every year. So she's 60 something, too young to die. And they're like, well, we're not going to tell you what killed her because you don't know. What happened to Leslie Jordan? God rest him. Leslie Jordan, he has a, episode in his car he's driving and he runs into a building who leslie jordan the little short comedian oh you know little, little yeah, yeah, yeah. from will and grace yes, and all that yes yes sweetheart of a dude but we don't know you go to his little wiki page and it's like how'd he die oh he had a medical episode yep. and then he drove his car into a building okay but explain bob saget because bob saget is Everyone loves Bob Bob Saget, and I, that that death still does not make sense. To no, me. of course it doesn't make sense. He just he just made doesn't an make enemy sense. to someone. Uh, look at I, we got a a, a guy a country a guy in country music just days after his wedding here he just passed away. Um, and why why are these people in their thirties just dying? And I tell you, I, I I truly believe I don't think it's the vaccine. I think it's the boosters. I think I think people are just loading themselves up on all this crap. Oh, I think it's it's really it's just Russian roulette when you're talking about. Cause yeah, it, you're probably it, right. It depends on the person's immune system. I think. Yeah. It, it could be the the initial vaccine, depending on so many other factors that's going be. on with that person's body. 
but if they've but already I, got a but, toxin overload, it wouldn't take much to just get them over the edge. But I think when you're throwing all those boosters in, you're adding more bullets to the of gun. Of course, of course. It's basically, because, yeah. And I'm of like, you're, I mean, George Clooney, the guy I turned to for my medical advice. Vaccine expert, George Clooney. Who, in his red carpet interview the other day, talking about defending the mandates, he said, and we talked about this already on the show, this week, he said, well, when they rolled out the polio vaccine, a lot of kids died because there was formaldehyde in there and they gave them the wrong stuff. But we worked it out. <laughs> he goes, we're we gonna work, he goes, we've got some speed bumps here, but we're going to work this out, too. <laughs> so, you know what? Just put the formaldehyde in your body. Now, you remember when Trump made a joke about just well, can you not just put some bleach in your body? You yeah. know, and Jason, that's a joke. That's the kind of dumb shit I would say. Not if I was president of the United States, <laughs> but that's the kind of dumb shit I would say. <laughs> and now Clooney's saying, yeah, they put formaldehyde in children, but they worked it out. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. He no. was dead effing serious, man. I mean, people had to bury their children, but, you know, the yeah. rest of us went on. Yeah. The rest of us moved on with our lives. It's fine. You know, when they invented the x-ray, you know, they would they would test the machine, make sure it was on every day by taking an x-ray of their hand. That was the technician. And then, you know, after 30 years of doing that, they didn't have a f***ing hand anymore. <laughs> but it worked out. Hey, Tom stamped that. I just said f***. <laughs> <laughs> just want to see if y'all are paying attention. I'm almost 50 you know years what? old. We're I got neck attention. testicles. No, you didn't. I got neck testicles. Stop. Look at this. We're paying what attention because Stop. we had to remove about a minute 30 from the YouTube. So if you came across a big long pause of Chad, it was because he said something that he was not supposed to say on YouTube. So go to blazetv.com slash Chad. Yeah, and go, sign to, up. go to blazetv.com slash Chad or chadnude.com. That is not my OnlyFans. I am my OnlyFan. Use promo code CHAD and sign up. And you will not have the long beep. Was that me because I was talking about the mRNA Kufid yeah. vaccine? Yeah. Or was it because I was talking about uh, Sam Benton's slit? <laughs> hey, inflation continues to be a plague on our economy, our families, and our savings. And the irresponsible spending from the left just continues to exacerbate the problem. This year, we witnessed almost every kind of negative economic record from empty grocery store shelves to 40-year high inflation. I truly believe the people at the Blaze hate me. Don't let your savings wither away, folks. Hedge against inflation with gold from Birch Gold. Text C-H-A-D, I spell it Chad, to 989898 for your free info kit on diversifying into gold. Plus, when you do it this month by Black Friday, which was last week, get a free gold bar with every purchase that you make by December 22nd. I bet they'll still honor that deal. Call them up, 989898. Text the word chat. Now, they got almost 20 years experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Birch Gold's going to help you. Don't allow the left to devalue your savings. Text chat to 989898 and claim your free info kit from Birch Gold. You can own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and Birch Gold will help you do it. Once again, text chat to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and ensure your eligibility for a free gold bar with every purchase. Secure your future with gold and do it today. We'll be right back. Oh, let's see if we can get this thing back on track. I don't know if we can, but I'm going to attempt to wax eloquent. Oh, San Francisco, the city on many hills, the subject of songs, the muse of legends, the home of rice and 
Too Happy Tanner family. That's right. Ha, the boozy drive hunting grounds of Monsieur and Madame Pelosi. The crime-ridden, needle-infested, half-chewed piece of gum stuck to the bottom of America's otherwise pristine shoe. And let's not forget, it's in California. Folks, if I were to suggest to you that the, that the thing we need to bring down crime levels in any given community, what we really need was killer robots. You'd probably tell me that was a terrible idea. And despite how otherwise cool it sounds, you'd be right. Yet that's precisely what's being suggested by the San Francisco Police Department since crime is rampant in their city and a lot of it is violent crime. Go figure that you spend decades turning your city, you know, and indeed your whole state into a commie theme park. And then all of a sudden you just wake up one morning and everything sucks. Imagine that. The police would be using remote-controlled robots that would surveil situations and relay back information to the cops, defuse bombs, and when necessary, um, just blow some dude to kingdom come. That's right. That might have a different meaning in San Francisco. I'm not sure. Uh, blow them to kingdom come. Anybody? Okay, anyway, here's my thinking on this, ladies and gentlemen. It's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. I'm all for the first part. You want to have surveillance equipment that keeps police officers safer? Okay, maybe we can justify that. Fine by me. You want something that can defuse a bomb and is a whole lot more expendable and replaceable than a human being? Yeah, go for that. But when you get to the point that you're giving a gun to the Roomba, well, that shit's gone too far. You see, all of the things I just described are things that military equipment accomplish in, accomplish in foreign lands on the reg and have bomb-diffusing and bomb-exploding robots, drones that can safely put eyes where we would otherwise be risking people's lives. And, of course, drones equipped with missiles that'll give you the California howdy on your way out. There might be another meaning behind that, too. Mm. All of those things and more are fine on the battlefield. Uh, we're, we're not talking about American citizens. War is hell, as the saying goes, and the rules are different than when you're dealing with your own people on your own soil. It's a sad reality that police are sometimes forced to exert violence and even deadly force in the pursuit of criminal justice. We accept that fact and lament it at the same time. But there's an extremely fine line between what is acceptable behavior on the part of the police and what isn't. That's why when we have stories like the one we had the other day, we talk about the police crossing over the line and into illegal behavior. Look, we're going to end up living in RoboCop eventually, which, by the way, was filmed in this building. But it doesn't have to be right now. Lethal force within the boundaries of these United States should be regarded as the court of last resort and its special province is in the hands of human beings, not robots. The ethical quandary presented by the easing of restriction on lethal, lethal force should be obvious. But let me paint my picture for you. Once you make it easier and safer to kill fellow American citizens by taking the decision out of the hands of a human being, you tread mighty close mighty close to removing the necessary human agency for a decision-making process that factors in more than just wind speed and distance. For the moment, robots don't feel. They have no quality of mercy within them to be strained or restrained. And necessary, though the killing of people sometimes is, it's not worth the convenience or even added safety to remove that decision from us. It remains to be seen whether San Francisco will adopt the suggestion or not. But let's be honest. If there's another way to stick a nail into the coffin of that city, the town fathers will probably find a way to do it and a hammer to do it with. It's sad and amusing. It's California. I hope they don't, because if you're going to commit the kind of crime that'll get you killed, it should be a person doing the heavy blasting or what's known in San Francisco as a blowjob. <laughs> there it is. All those words just to get to the phrase blowjob. <laughs> That's a lot of work if you just want to say the word blowjob. You know what's a lot of work? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Uh, well, then. I'll let you fill that in. Okay. Yeah. Don't talk about the machine. Those robots will come and get you. I know. You know, it, one of these days, it's going to become well, self-aware. It, Boop, it, there we are. It's funny because when you were talking about your tweet earlier, <laughs> and you're reading your oh. tweet, because you're like, well, Twitter's removed the thing. And I'm like, mm, YouTube hasn't. Yeah, that's true. Because I was thinking like last <laughs> night, I was, I was thinking about doing some things on Facebook and then I was like, damn it. Yeah, Facebook has not removed the yeah. COVID misinformation tab. Well, I don't make any money off YouTube anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's been a fun journey on the Chad Brather Show now that I'm an ex-Blaze employee. Mm. That is delicious. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> you throw a softball like that to me, dude. So many jokes hit my head at one time, and I almost got myself in a lot of effing trouble right there. Okay. Uh, JetBlue will not hire. You ever flown JetBlue? No. Me either. No. As much as I've flown, I've never flown JetBlue. Didn't no. even really know it existed. Cause I, but I thought about that because I was in the airport the other day and they had this big, long JetBlue counter. And I was like, you see, I took it from San Francisco, blow, JetBlue. Anyway, okay. Um, they won't hire unvaxxed because of safety concerns, but hired a felon to fly planes who was convicted of violent attack. Um, That's interesting priorities. They discovered, investigators discovered knives, handcuffs, and a shovel in vehicles. Oh, good. Um, I guess that's so the are they, was this just like a missed background search? Did they check at all? Do we know? Well, I mean, this dude, he was an Air Force pilot, and, and he, um, he was charged with burglary and assault with a deadly weapon while wearing a mask. So I would think that that was public record, you know? I don't know if he's ever been to Paul Pelosi's house, but um, yeah, that's true. Uh, they've, they've, they've found knives, handcuffs, a parachute cord, shovel, gloves, glass cutters, pepper spray, and a mask. Sounds like Saturday night to me. Are we sure he had ill intent? Right. Um, but they won't hire unvaccinated pilots, but they will hire violent convicted felons. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I w never mind. Did you see the one I had a, I, over the weekend? We, there's so many things we haven't gotten to this week. I, over the weekend, this was a classic that CNN says that daylight savings time affects people of color more. No. No. I, I mean, how insulting is that? Why? So what is it the says rationale? It, of course, it always the phrase disproportionately affects people of color because of structural racism. I mean, are you the, telling me black people can't wind their clock back? <laughs> they can't I mean, get an ID. Either, I mean, you got an Obama phone. It'll they, go back for you. They can't. They don't know how to work a computer to find where they can get vaccinated. Right. You can't get can't. an ID to go vote. <laughs> Everything, man. Um, so they. Pretty racist to assume black people can't use. Well, I mean, I guess what they're saying is, you know what? They're out on the street late at night exactly. and they weren't getting that extra hour exactly. like the rest of the people. No. Dude, that's an insult. God, it's so it's so overtly racist. It is. <laughs> it, and like I'm at a point now where I'm just going to say the say the quiet parts out loud. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Right. You're saying that they're out running the street and they're not at home. 
So, and then growing evidence shows the lack of sleep and sleep disorders such as obstructive sleep apnea remain more prevalent in black, Asian, and Hispanic, and Latino communities. And fat people. Let's don't leave out fat people. And these inequities can have long-term detrimental implications for physical health, even raising the risk of certain chronic diseases. So, you know what? Let's, the CNN, let's make a huge study out of the one freaking hour you lost this year. The one hour. Because of your sleep apnea. Sleep apnea is racist. <laughs> I mean, look, if, if that's what they want to argue to get rid of the time change, I'm all for it. So they even referenced the 2020 shooting deaths of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd's grandniece because they were shot when they were asleep. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um. Oh, no. More research on the causes of disparities in sleep is needed. Uh, essentially, anything that produces physical and psychological stress is a threat to sleep health, and these stressors tend to be more prevalent in black communities. Mm-mm. That makes It no is sense. believed that discriminatory policies and practices across sectors of society create the physical and social conditions that make it more difficult for black families to get optimal sleep and grow up healthy. <laughs> it's a world we're living in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, <laughs> dude, the jokes, they write themselves in that regard, right? It's insane. Uh, wow. Hey, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> I saw a funny meme the other day. It said, uh, this guy coming on thing. I don't know if it's true or not. It said, I was in a, I think this was true. Just the way I read it, I think this was true. This guy posted a deal. said, I went for an interview at Waffle House, and one of the questions was, do you know how to fight? (laughs) (laughs) Ain't wrong. That's funny. You remember when Kid Rock got in trouble for that fight in uh, the Waffle House at like 3 o'clock in the morning, Mm -hmm. and they threw the chair through the window? That was like near where I was living at the time. Really? In Georgia, yeah. And uh, they interviewed him in court, and they said, were you intoxicated? He said, man, I've never been in a Waffle House when I wasn't <laughs> intoxicated. Like, do people go to Waffle House sober? It's a true story. Uh, God, That's I funny. Could eat, I could kill some Waffle House right now. Cambridge <laughs> Dean Michael Banner claims Jesus was transgender. I mean, why, what is the deal like they need these figures of history to be transgender to justify them their own neurosis well you just said it they need to justify their own yeah. mental illness and but it I mean, makes what, them feel like, better like okay if you're so confident in who and how you are why do you have to go in and start tracking through history to, te- to, to check people's sexuality or their gender persuasion mm. or because it seems to me like jesus had a solid grasp on who he was <laughs> Really? It seemed to. What he said a lot about to? it. <laughs> really? Yeah, like is John a- 8 when he said before Abraham was, I am. I mean, like, he just so called himself saying- Yahweh. I'm sort of thinking he knows who he is. So you're saying this is documented somewhere where I can go check it well, out you myself. could. Like really? John chapter 8. Really? Wow. <laughs> you know? Uh, in, in the beginning was the word. John 1. And the word was with God. And the word was God. He was in the beginning and all things were made through him. Without him, nothing was made that was made. And in him was life. And the life was the light of men. The light shines. We're still talking about him. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness comprehends it not. There was a man sent from God 
named John. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. We're still talking about the Son of God here, who completely knew who he was. I mean, you know. I don't even know. To as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God, uh, who were born not of man, not of flesh, but of the Spirit of God. You know, he sort of knew who he was. And he wasn't flipping tables and he wasn't fashioning cords and making whips and driving out money changers from the temple while wearing a skirt and heels a la Sam Brenton. Because I don't think Sam Brenton could drive a turd out of his rectum (laughs) without busting a blood vessel. That stuff's packed up in there so deep. Um, What? Where's the lie, Sarah? (laughs) Kids watch this show, Sarah. Why do you say these things? That ain't, that ain't my Jesus. <laughs> uh, no. We don't, and, we don't and, claim and here's that. Here's the thing. Like, this, there's so much soy. <sighs> if you think of first century Palestine, it's a rugged place. <laughs> yeah. If you look at just the walking they did, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot that went on, right? I mean, sure. Here's a guy who stood in the face of the world's superpower in front of Pontius Pilate and didn't bat an eye. Stood in front of the the the, the Jewish Sanhedrin, stood in front of the Pharisees and, and called them a whitewashed tomb in a den of serpents. Called them a bunch of snakes. And they crucified him, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're talking about Jesus, let's talk about the, the historic narrative of what happened. Uh, history seems to agree whether you believe in the Bible as, as divine and inerrant and inspired or not. It's still the historic record is there was a man named Jesus who had some disciples who was very effective to the point where they killed him for it. Right. That doesn't sound like somebody that lacks identity confidence, right? It just doesn't. But these people, they have to do it. They have to go after every little thing, right? I mean, if you want to tell me Mozart might have popped one off every now and then, like, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I think, well, I think there is also something to the LGBT community going directly after religion. Obviously. Well, they have to. They, right. Because it condemns them. Right. It, they have to dismantle it. And the way that they have chosen to do that is just to, I mean, you yeah. see what they did to the Methodist church. Yeah. They it's have completely to. splitting, of course. They have to. That's why you have churches in Katy, Texas who mm-hmm. want to have family drag shows mm-hmm. or even drag shows, period, in churches. Oh yeah, the, to, the adult the adults only one came after the family one at the church in Katy. Yeah, they had the family, and then they in they the had evening they had the, you know send the kids home so we can get freaky deaky right. in the aisles at the church. Start jumping to pews. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh god. <laughs> oh, the 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 amount of times that Chad has bitten his tongue in this episode. I can't with y'all, man. <laughs> And I'm not even drinking. No. Uh, Maybe we should be. Um, so, all right. Uh, and I don't know what to make of this Nina Jankowitz story either, where she became, you know, she was the disinformation czar mm-hmm. for the Biden administration. That lasted, what, seven hours? Yeah. And then she was jobless again. They, they realized that that uh, was not a good yeah. PR move. Like, not good. Yeah. Not good. Very Goebbels of the Biden administration. <laughs> Uh, former DHS disinformation czar Nina Jankowitz registers as foreign agent, goes to work countering gendered disinfo overseas. Yeah, the Mary Poppins of disinformation. Wow. You can't. Uh, you can't. 
Can't do that in America, but by God, we can do it in Britain. Why do their eyes always look like that? Well, because she's because she's nuts. <laughs> it's the same mental illness. They all have. They the all eyes. have that look. They all have that look. But uh, I'm listen. I don't particularly like Elon Musk. Like I'm not a big fan of transhumanists, right? Yeah, and people Same. that create AI then want to implant chips in your brain. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of all that. You don't kind see of that ending well. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. uh, we go back to the San Francisco robots that want to smoke you in the street. Right. Uh, I just don't. So for that in and of itself, like I, some things are unforgivable. Like I'm not going to forgive Donald Trump for Operation Warp Speed. Um, By the way, that doesn't mean that if Donald Trump was the Republican I mean, I'm gonna candidate, he him. would vote for him. I'm going to vote for You're him. You're just going to criticize him for it. Yeah, I mean, right? I, I voted for Greg Abbott, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd vote for Trump. Right. Well, I just want to clarify, because there are, of course, a lot of Trump diehards who get very angry him. when you criticize him for anything, even if it's criticism he deserves. Yeah. Well, you better learn how to criticize, because part of that... You get the word critical thinking right. from that. So learn to criticize. It's also how we get better. Yeah. But Elon Musk, I'm not, I'm not for the guy overall, but I'm down to watch this house of cards fall in on itself. Absolutely. So he said he was going to release files on how Twitter suppressed free sp- speech. Let's go. Let's go. I want to see it. I want to see who the pedophiles are. I want to see the election fraud. You know, um, People were sending me all these Twitter messages, you know, why is this happening? Why is this happening? It's like, you know, why are they taking away? Why is Apple wanting to take away Twitter from the app store and all that kind of stuff? Because like Donald Trump, when the guy comes in and you remember Trump was a he was a darling to the left mm-hmm. and to the mainstream elites. I tweeted that and people said, what's a mainstream elite? Mainstream Hollywood, mainstream media, mainstream, you know, journalism, whatever. Those guys that have up on that top of the pyramid they loved him mm-hmm. they loved him until he said i was going to ex- he said he's going to expose everything right same with elon musk same with kanye quite honestly True. and kanye's not wrong when he says the jews run everything he's not that's not anti-semitic i don't understand that deal i mean they do go to hollywood they do so you know i understand he said some dumb shit yeah on top of that right but that in and of itself, that little umbrella, that's not anti-Semitic. I do find it fascinating that saying that, you know, do saying I, do something we have like... Any viewers left on this show? <laughs> <laughs> not Jewish ones. Not Jewish ones? <laughs> no, just the ones that work for me? Yeah. <laughs> saying so, saying that some it, things the Jews don't run. <laughs> wow. <laughs> saying what? I don't even think I want to contribute to this anymore. <laughs> I think I'm going to leave yeah. that right there. Yeah, I don't think that uh, they don't think that um, Sarah even wants to be listed as a guest on this episode. <laughs> if you could just leave my name out, that'd be yeah. great. Uh. So I'm not a Jew expert? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Nope. I'm a pass on that one. All right, hang tight. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, yay. The invitation is open. Come on, Kanye. Let's talk. You do all the talking. Give me a free day. <laughs> <Just sit and laughs> listen. 
Ottumwa, Iowa is where I'm going to be Saturday night. Go to watchchad.com for all the fun stuff is, and also join me in Spring, Texas, my 50th birthday bash. That's right, at Dosey Doe on December 10th. Tickets are still available, although very few. Get there and join the party. And uh, as well, Greenville, South Carolina, the 16th and 17th of December. Again, watchchad.com, shopsarahg.com, as well as American Beauty by sarah.com. Buy out in makeups, and uh, she's got some special deals, some giveaways, all kinds of things going on. We've got a lot of stuff in the new year, too, planned. All right. Mm. Rock and roll. Tomorrow, we're going to get off the rails. I don't know what today was. Love you. <laughs> God bless you. Bye. <laughs>